Welcome to the podcast of the ISSM, the International Society for Sexual Medicine. This is your audio update on global topics of sexual medicine, discussed with the best experts that the field of human sexual health has to offer. We hope you enjoy this episode of the ISSM podcast. I'm Kobe Reisman, and I'm pleased to host Francesca Tipoldi, a psychotherapist and sexologist from the Institute of Clinical Sexology in, in Rome and the International Online Sexology Supervisor, IOS. Our topic of today is Sensed Focus. Welcome, Francesca. Hi, Kobe. Nice to meet you. Good to meet you and having you here. And can you tell the audience what exactly is uh, Sensed Focus? So let's start by saying that arousal, pleasure, enjoyment, relaxation are emotions. And emotions are uh, physiologically based natural functions that are not under the direct voluntary control. Trying to make them happen or trying to prevent them from happening is the most common psychological cause of sexual dysfunction. That said, Sense Focus is a technique developed by Master and Johnson in the 70s that consists of a series of touching exercises that a couple completes in a sequence. Now, the main purpose is to provide a structured approach that allows the couple to gradually rebuild their physical intimacy and sexual relationship in a non-demanding way, basically by reducing sexual performance anxiety. So it's not about sex here, but intimacy, communication, and meaningful connection. Also, uh, Sensed Focus allows us to identify the specific maintaining factors of a sexual dysfunction. A major aim of the exercise is for the partners to let go their expectations and judgment of uh, mutual touching and instead focus solely on the sensory aspect of the touch, like temperature, texture, and pressure. The idea behind the Sensed Focus is that it allows the couple to relax and be mindful on the sensual touching experience without being weighted down by preconceived ideas of what should happen. That's why Sensed Focus is also described as a mindful touching and non-orgasm, non-arousal focused touch. Oh, thank you. It's an extensive uh, explanation for that, but you just talked about the stages in Sensed Focus. Can you say something about it? Uh, what are the stages of, uh, of this uh, focus? There are uh, three main stages, non-genital, genital, and sensual intercourse, which in turn are divided into different exercises in a stepwise fashion, from least to most anxiety-provoking. It will take too much time to describe each level in details, but the basic concepts are the following. Ideally, both partners should be clean, well-rested, and unclothed during sensed focus exercise. If they are not able to be naked, they should start wearing loose, comfortable clothing to be taken out when they are ready. There is a provider and a receiver, and they will switch roles halfway through the first step, so each person will have a chance to touch and to receive touches. The receiver will lie down in a comfortable position and the provider will touch him or her anywhere on the body that is not the breast or genitals, at least initially. 
as uh, progressively they will be included. Master and Johnson kept the genitals regions off limits during the first step to reinforce the importance of sensuality in touch as opposed to touch for arousal or sexual simulation. And that said, if one or both partner find themselves becoming aroused at any point during this step, they should avoid turning the experience into a sexual encounter because this may lead to them falling back in on ingrained sexual behavior or pattern. Instead, the couple can experience touch at a purely sensory level, feeling the finger or body of their partner without judgment, expectation, or preconceived notions. It's up to the provider to vary the quality of the touch and the receiver should not comment or guide their partner's touch in any way unless something feels uncomfortable, in which case they should speak up and abstain. Otherwise, the receiver should focus on the tactile feelings of their partner's hand and fingertips noting a sensation throughout the experience and uh, switching roles before one of both partner feel bored or worn out is a good idea. So about 15 minutes of touching per partner may be enough time to fully explore this sensation without reaching a point of fatigue. And uh, the couple should repeat the specific step at least twice a week, moving on to the next step after carefully revising the experience with the therapist. Uh, masturbation and orgasm are allowed only at the end of the genital stage when the partner may also caress uh, simultaneously. When it comes to the intercourse stage, again, we will proceed slowly from short penetration, for example, for three times per session with a duration that will gradually increase, moving on to the next exercises till the end where the couple will manage the process autonomously. Always remaining aware of touch and physical sensation in the same way that they practice throughout the process. So sensuality is the key here. So you describe a, a lot of information, but and it's going about sensuality and intimacy in first stage and touching, I imagine. Uh, can we say that uh, it sounds easy, but I assume that it's in reality not so easy to do it. So do you think that couple, challenge, uh, couple face challenges during the exercises? Yes, you are completely right, Kobe, in the sense that it seems very easy because it's structured, but uh, uh, it's, uh, it's a really uh, a strong uh, and uh, uh, exercise and uh, need and uh, can the couples can feel uh, not comfortable in many stages but first of all we clinicians should avoid suggesting sensed focus when the situation is not appropriate for success for example when the couple has a long distance relationship or has uh, an infrequent common time when there is a lack of uh, proper private space, uh, the duration of the problem is short and the level of distress is low, when the relationship is new, not stable, the partner doesn't participate in therapy, or the couple finds uh, the strategy too much intervening or structured, or the couple is trying to conceive, or the couple has a severe relationship problems. So, in all these cases, we should find other strategies uh, or solve something beforehand. If 
instead the ground is clean, the couple may still face challenges or unconsciously boycott therapy. They may not find the time, the touch of one could be annoying for the other, they may not tolerate a bit of anxiety and avoid the exercise, or they can remain stalled in one of the exercises. In any case, the therapy should not proceed with the next step or not, um, or uh, even not suggest repeating the same step unless the real problem is understood. And uh, it's usually when the partners need to deal with their own vulnerability or psychological needs, you know, safety, love, attention, and what happens when these are not met. So uh, it's a stage in which uh, maybe they need to discuss and need to take the responsibility from themselves. Okay, this is an old process actually, uh, but on the other side, uh, would you recommend couple to do it by their own or you recommend that the therapist will be involved in all those s stages? I, I absolutely recommend that uh, uh, they, the couple will, uh, will um, use the expertise of uh, a trained professional uh, because a therapist will be able to closely monitor reaction to the exercise and determining uh, the appropriate course of the treatment. And also, this technique should not only be used for um, uh, through uh, should be used, sorry, for with the consent of all people involved, as safety and trust are the core of building and maintaining an healthy relationship. So, if it's done independently, as this has no point, as the partner are too involved to see their couple's dynamic and elaborate on this. So you need a third observer trained to adjust the exercise to the couple's unique needs and features and to evaluate if sensitive focus is the right strategy to overcome their problem or if they need alternative therapeutic options. Thank you so much. You are experienced uh, therapist and you mentioned a few times proper time and uh, we know nowadays that time is a problem. Everyone is too busy. Everyone is connected to the smartphones and all those information. Which advice do you give your uh, a patient with regarding to find proper time and what to do with online connections? Uh, I, I usually ask the patients uh, or in the couple uh, that if they, they, I discuss this with the couple, if they can't make an hour time twice a week to meet and to be relaxed and to prepare for a sexual activity, uh, maybe they are not ready to change their attitude on sex, maybe they are not ready to think that uh, a, a sexual problem is a couple problem. So I will explore beforehand uh, how is, uh, what is their availability uh, in terms of uh, uh, make some changes in terms of uh, tolerate a little bit of anxiety, uh, in terms of organize themselves to make space for a thing that they, they, they think is uh, so important uh, to ask a therapist for help. Thank you so much.
Thank you for listening to the podcast of the ISSM. For more episodes, please visit our website, www.issm.info.